Hollywood Life cast, where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, and insider secrets about all of your favorite stars. And now your host, former editor-in-chief of Cosmo, Glamour, and Us Weekly, the president and editor-in-chief of HollywoodLife.com, Bonnie Fuller! Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life podcast, and there is actually like breaking news today this morning that we've got to tell you about selena gomez has revealed that she had a kidney transplant this summer and we've got all the details plus other breaking news Nicki minaj and nas have revealed that they are romantic there's video to prove it Plus, we're going to talk about Rob Kardashian and Black China, and they've got a lot of issues going on that revolve around the custody of Baby Dream and whether they are even actually being investigated by child services in L.A. And finally, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx, Hollywood Life for years has been writing about this secret romance, and now they've gone public. But I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio, and I've got people to talk to. And so I'm going to introduce you to our entertainment editor, Emily Longaretta. It's like a joke about wanting to like bang Burt Reynolds. Not that it was a joke. Like I would totally do it. And people are like, he's like 80 Trish. And I was like, that's my age range. Like that's my number. Listen, I still got the eye of the tiger. You know that. Look, Rocky, you got the eye of a tiger and the IQ of a lima bean. Yo, Hello. Oh my gosh. I love hearing that. Every time I hear that that intro, I get so like, pumped up. <laughs> I love that line. The eye of a tiger and the IQ of a lima bean. I put a lot of work into that. <laughs> Thanks, Gina. I really appreciate it. Okay. But who else here is ready to rock and may also have the IQ of a lima bean? <laughs> Great intro. That would be our producer, Gino Orlandini. Take people's nightmares and turn them into dream realities. You are one pathetic. Loser. I know kung fu. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. Yeah, what's going on? See, that's not fair. Everyone makes fun of me for my old man love, but that's showing that you have a young woman love. So yeah, that's... high school girls, Jado, uh, that's illegal. At least mine's legal, yeah. All yeah. right, all right, all right. <laughs> hey, what can I say? You and Matthew McConaughey better stay away from high schools. Mm-hmm. It's not really working Yikes. for me anymore. <laughs> I bet it's not. <laughs> I've, been, I've been working for you so long, Bonnie. When I made that drop, it was working for me. Not, <laughs> right, but it wasn't illegal at that point. not anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? There's a lot going on. But I'd love to get to my favorite segment, our crushes. So at Emily Longaretta on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of all the social media platforms where you're verified. Uh, you have a little blue, right. blue check mark. Little she's blue check she's mark. a verified like, woman. Like a boss on Twitter. Somehow I can't get that done. It's like <laughs> serious bullshit. But <laughs> but this is not about me. This is about you, Emily. Who are you crushing on? So I am surprisingly crushing on a younger man this week. Um, Wesley Stromberg. He 
was part of what? Emblem 3. I know this is crazy, but if you go to Hollywood Life, we did a full photo shoot and interview with him yesterday. He came in. He's Very a cool. He was so And what's sweet. happened to Emblem 3? Emblem 3 is over, and there was a lot of drama behind oh, the scenes. Oh, I know. And we have a lot of scoop from him coming, so stay tuned because the article, we have one already up and another going up today. But There's he's got a new stuff. album, but what about the two Emblem 3 years well, that are left? Them, one of them isn't doing much. Um, and the other one is his brother, and he's gone into production, so he's producing stuff for other people. Ah, and I see. If you remember them at all, you can't. Pick, he's the handsome one. Yes, he is. He's very, very well. His brother's cute too, but he's very handsome. They're, they're all cute, but yeah, he was kind of like the standout stuff. Yes, I mean the thing is, they had like a real career going. Absolutely, they had yeah. a huge following. They mm-hmm. they were discovered on the X Factor by okay. Simon Cowell, and this week and marks five years from that week, from wow. that time when they when they were on it. But they so. were on a roll, and then all of a sudden, split. Yeah. Our old TV editor, now of TV Line, Andy Mm -hmm. Swift, and I went down to this theater in New York one time to interview those guys, (laughs) and it was a challenge. Like, they were very young at the time. They were kind of fresh off the X Factor or whatever it was, and getting them to sit still and answer questions seriously was like the struggle of my lifetime. And in the interview, he actually talks a lot about that, how he used to, he even said, like, I used to jump around and be in everyone's face. And I was like, oh, I remember. We were so so (laughs) hyper. Like, we were trying to interview them and they would just get on their skateboards and leave. (laughs) In the middle of (laughs) it. I'm not kidding. What was going on with them? They were just kids. Yeah. They just just weren't ready for the spotlight. They didn't know the responsibility that it was actually going to be work. But now, I mean, they're doing great. So I'm really excited for him. Well, except what happened to the one that's not doing great it's doing uh, well according to not Wesley much. according to Wesley his mind was just not in the right right spot and he actually said it could be because he did some experimenting we don't know what oh. I'm not going to jump to conclusions I think I interviewed that guy after he left you probably well did. we tried to interview him for a podcast mm-hmm. and I mean he yes he could barely string words together yeah, we were tough. like okay why don't you come back when you figured out what you actually <laughs> are going to do that's right <laughs> never heard from him oh yikes well yes yeah, so go to Hollywood Life, check out the photo shoot, big interview with him, and it's really exciting. New music. Cool. Um, at Bonnie underscore Fuller on the Instagram and Bonnie Fuller on Twitter. What are you crushing on? I am crushing on Madonna, and I am doing that because Madonna is has been doing amazing work in the country of Malawi, in Africa. And, you know, she does not get the credit that she deserves. Now, she is on the cover of People magazine, or at least she was last week. I'm, I'm losing track of my issues here. And she talks about that. But here's the thing. You know, she's a huge superstar. And several years ago, many years ago, it's not, I don't know, She's got a son, David Banda, so he's got to be about 10 or 11. So we're talking like about 10 years ago. She went to Malawi and she adopted this little boy out of an orphanage, David Banda. And there was such an uproar about it, about how dare she go and take this child away from his family. I mean, he was in an orphanage and his mom couldn't take care of him and his father couldn't take care of him. And, you know, it's not a wonderful thing to live in an orphanage for any child, let alone in in an impoverished country. No, my parents were always threatening it for me. (laughs) (laughs) And so this was like a little baby. You know, he was about a year old at that time, maybe not even. And she had a lot of blowback that this was terrible that she was taking a Adopting this baby, taking him out of the country. Well, he's now 11 years old, and he is a beautiful boy. And her, her husband at the time, um, 
Richie, Richie, Rock, uh, Guy Ritchie, Ritchie. Guy Ritchie also adopted him. So they adopted him together, even though their marriage split up not much long after that. And um, so he got a family. He got parents and he got like a really wealthy family that could give him all the best. And he, you know, he's thrived. And now she's got six children and she even says she may adopt again. And, you know, like what a great thing to do with all of the wealth and the advantage that you have and making a difference in the lives of children who would not have advantages. And yet she gets criticized all the time. And I just think that's so unfair. So she is my hero right I, now. I like how your questions, Bonnie, are always like about some humanitarian cause. And me and Emily are always like, like someone cute hot. that we saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was a really good one because she's a, she's a big... I mean, a lot of people do always talk about the negative with her. Okay. For my crush, for all my crushes, rather, you can follow me at Gino Orlandini. And I'm going to do something that's like kind of askance of a regular crush this week. Did you guys see that Aaron Carter, friend of the show, oh, yeah. went Aaron. on The Doctors yeah. and oh, talked yeah. a lot about a mess. his health problems and what's going on with him now we had him in our our studio actually he was on the podcast and we did a video with him within the last year he was promoting his album and we all remarked i really liked his music too it was great we all but we all noticed he looked very skinny and we we asked him about it and about you know what that was about and he kind of made it seem he wasn't ready to address it when he was here with us and he was saying it was sort of just like exercise and he likes to keep thin and keep active and he does motocross and blah 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 he he wasn't really reckoning with the facts but the doctors which is based kind of like the new dr phil or something uh, it's a little more elaborate did a very in-depth series of interviews and they took him to a hospital and did a battery of tests on him and to really try to get to the bottom of what was going on with him. Let me play just a little bit of of the vibe of this whole scene because it's kind of wild. I just get made fun of a lot for how I look. How do you look? I'm gone and I'm skinny. Aaron's emotional state was all over the place. He went from being slightly hyper and manic to crying and just completely depressed. The last year and a half really took its toll. Recently, have, has your weight gone down? Oh yeah. My weight goes up when I stop stressing. Okay. And when I start stressing, Is all this, hell breaks loose. Are these symptoms keeping you from eating normally? Absolutely. It's something that's like in here. Have you had these issues all your life? Since I was pretty much all my life. It seems to me there's a lot of fear going on with you. I'm concerned about like my overall health because people tell me I look like I have AIDS or I look like I have cancer or I look like I'm I'm dying. He mentioned HIV multiple times. I grew up like this. Yeah. Is there a family history of any intestinal issues, cancer? Bipolar, cancer, lymphoma. Can I ask you a, a personal question? Sure. Do you do any any drugs of any type? I do not do any cocaine. I do not do any meth. Everyone always calls me a crackhead and a method, whether it's news outlets. Okay, that's a little bit of a taste of what was, what was going on there. There's a lot to unpack there. So all of the results came in. Fortunately, he's HIV negative. He was incredibly relieved by that. But he was kind of like manic and acting strange the mm-hmm. whole time. And they didn't find like a definite something physical wrong with him. But they did find, and he admitted that even though he's claimed for a long time that he doesn't use meth or cocaine or any of these kind of street drugs, that's been kind of a cover because his problem really is drug addiction. Mm -hmm. And he did come clean about that. And what he's been doing is, of course, taking what most people are doing now is legal drugs. He's been getting prescriptions for uh, benzos, you know, things like... um, 
Ativan and and Clonopam uh, and Xanax mm. and also wow. painkillers. So he's been doing that mixture. Now his sister died of that very same yeah. condition uh, so four tra- years tragic. ago. She was found dead in, in his father's bed, and yeah. his father just died a couple, Not, months, a couple ago months ago yeah. from in kind of mysterious unknown circumstances. So he has the weight of these family tragedies on him, and he has. He's admitted he has body dysmorphic disorder, which mm-hmm. is when you're not really seeing yourself accurately. So it also seems like he's the anxiety that he has, which he's been self-medicating with all these drugs, has caused him to sort of like lose his appetite and the drugs kill your appetite, too. So yeah. he's incredibly underweight. He has a dangerously low body mass index. He, they weighed him in with clothes on and we met him. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a tiny no, guy. He's he's if he's, 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 he's not miniature, but he weighed only 100. 14 pounds wow. with Jeez. clothes on. But you, we all talked about how skinny he yeah, was when he did. was here. We were yeah. a little, we were worried about him. Yeah. And we really liked him too. He's such a sweet guy. Yeah. We've worked with him for years. He's always been such a sweet guy. I hope he can find a way to get he, it under control. Yeah. He just, ha- he has a very strange affect too. He just, yeah. he d- doesn't seem quite ready to, to take the advice of the dog. He, he has this habit of cutting them off every time they're trying to tell him what's what and kind of making it about him and a performance. He doesn't seem to be able to quite get real yet. And what it came down to is they offered him the opportunity to go to one of those very fancy rehab facilities where you go away. It's more like a resort, but there's, yeah. but there's, you know, doctors there to treat it's inpatient treatment in a fancy locale. And he seemed he, he paid a lot of lip service to being totally ready to do and take control of his life and get off the drugs. But then when they started talking to him about, about it backstage, he kind of hemmed and hawed and like, well, I've got a lot of bookings and I have to check with my manager. And, and really, you just look at one look at his face. You can see this is a life-threatening situation and he needs to drop everything and, and, and go. It's not like he has the biggest yeah. career right now and, and the world will be rocked if they don't get more Aaron Carter performances. Like, he could die. Yeah. Well, his manager and his team should hopefully, hopefully will be saying, like, we got to put everything else on pause. But, you know, the, the sad thing is, is that if somebody isn't ready, yeah. if they are not ready to be helped, then it won't work. No. They have to know they have a problem and be ready to face exactly. it. Exactly. And, right. and, and commit to it. And that just right, and so I'm glad that you've brought that up. And I just want to also bring up at the same time, because this week we also saw Sinead O'Connor yeah. um, go and Dr. Phil and just give the most incredible confession yeah. about the horror of a life that she has had and the incredible child abuse that mm-hmm. she suffered from her own mother. And, you know, she just, she said she grew up in a torture chamber, like her mother ran a torture chamber for yeah. her and for her the rest of the children and her mother would make her take her clothes off and she would beat her while she was naked and stomp on her. I mean, I think it's incredible that, that she was able to even have a career, like do anything with the amount of abuse that she suffered at the hands of this mother. Apparently the mother never washed her, never washed her clothes, told her she was nothing, told her she was, she hadn't been born and she would make her repeat these things. And when you repeat those things and you're, especially your child, you come to believe them that yeah. you are nothing and that you didn't deserve to be born mm-hmm. and that you're 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 less than nothing she said i wish you were a boy and she would make her repeat these things over and over day in day out while she was being beaten so you know think about the career she had she had the number one song in the, the world mm-hmm. nothing compares to you at one point like Great she had a song. series of hits beautiful yeah. voice and she was a beautiful young woman and Um, so she sort of was able to, she ran away from home. She was 13 and she was able to recover enough to have this career, but then she fell apart. 
Yeah. She had children. and The thing that worries me about both Sinead and Aaron that they seem to have in common is that they've sort of come into the public eye to get this reckoning and to get this treatment and help. And it's sort of strange to me, like, why couldn't Aaron go get all these battery of tests in the privacy with his management and his family? Like, why did it have to be televised for the doctors? Now, maybe we can all be a part of Aaron's recovery. And he can now that everyone knows it's all out in the open, he can be held accountable by basically the whole world and his fans and everything. You know, maybe that's a thing, but he also seems to be kind of performing in a, in a way. Well, and I think he's also said before that he has had issues with his money because yes. he spent all his money as a kid. And well, he no, went he didn't spend well, it. His, his, his parents, parents spent did. it. Yeah. And so maybe that's part of it. You know, if he he's has, getting paid to go on and talk about these things. Yes, he has all these tax liabilities. Yeah. So I think for him, he needs recovery. And just like and you're money. saying, he also needs the money and these rehab facilities to go away They're and really get this expensive. treatment. It's going to be like between twenty and $50,000, depending well, on where you go. Sinead has no money yeah, now exactly like she's again i don't know what happened to her money because clearly mm-hmm. she made money but she's been through marriages she mm-hmm. has children but bad relationships yeah. like none of her relationships stuck and i don't think she has any money now and so in and dr phil put her got her into you know wonderful facility yeah. and it does seem like she is making progress mm-hmm. and she was there for several weeks and they've moved her now to another facility so i think in her case she did not have the money to yeah. do what yeah. needed to be done. It's interesting. Like when you're a celebrity like this, you have this kind of luxury to get the help that other people can't get, but it comes at the cost of sharing your inner demons with the whole world. Yeah. Well, but you, you have the luxury through, um, through others who want to in a, I don't know if it's exploiting, but who want to use you for their own ratings. Yeah. I mean, yes. Dr. Phil is getting good ratings. Yeah. On the other hand, is he exploiting her? Because he's getting her a lot of help that she wouldn't get. And it did, unlike Aaron, I felt like she was ready. She yeah. needed it and she was really opening up. And I felt she was being very honest and um, very clear about what she went through and how she's feeling now. I, I came away hoping for her that she'd be able to recover mm-hmm. or like be able to kind of live a life that she could enjoy and be productive because she still likes to sing. Yeah, Absolutely. I know that was a kind of a heavy one to usually I do something more fun, but um, there's no easy transition to this, no. but I think we should get to the news because actually our top story is also a very serious health issue. Health yeah. issue. Bonnie, can you lead us into this? That's right. Selena Gomez broke the news this morning on her Instagram that she had had a kidney transplant this summer and that she was recovering from it. And that's why she wasn't publicly out there promoting her music. And she, she revealed that her beautiful friend, Franca Reza, who's another actress that she grew up with and has known for years, their very close friend had actually donated her kidney to Selena. It's unbelievable. Yes. And she posted a photo of herself with Raisa in the hospital. She posted a photo of her scar. And I just applaud her so much for coming forward and revealing all this. You know, it took her many years to even come clean and reveal that what had been talked about quietly and what we'd been hearing for a long time, that she was suffering from lupus, which was an, is an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And it's an autoimmune disease that afflicts women more than men. And it attacks your, your own body, attacks That's your own right. organs, it, and, and it's what led to this, we think. Right. Well, it, it attacks your immune system, and that affects your organs. Well, it makes your, it makes your immune system attack your own. Right. 
body, yes. which is your own organs. Right. And, you know, and, and lupus does um, affect the kidneys. In fact, I know um, a, a woman who was an acquaintance of mine who suffered from lupus, and she also had to have a kidney transplant. So, you know, it's a very serious thing. Very serious. And she's also very young to have a such, because it's a progressive disease. Yeah, she's so, 25. You know, that it's already at 25 required her to have a, ki- a kidney transplant you know, she's got a serious case of it and she has to manage her lupus. Like she had to cut, um, uh, her last tour short because she found that the stress of the tour was making her lupus flare up. The other news that we're hearing on about how this went down is apparently she was on a donor list looking for a kidney for a while. Like from a stranger. And then she got into a serious medical situation where she was having kidney failure. She was rushed to a hospital. And it seems possible that maybe her friends stepped up at somewhat the last minute to make this donation to save Selena's life. Because when you're on a list for organ transplant, you don't just get one right away no, I mean, no, someone, someone else has to die who right. has a viable organ who matches you you can't just get an, a kidney from anyone they have to match your blood type that's right it has to be a perfect match in order for it to work perfect really well match, yeah and yeah you can be on a list for years and um and but listen it's pretty amazing that her friend was a perfect match apparently we're hearing that none of her family um like her family was all tested and nobody she was related to was a perfect match so it's kind of it's just incredible that her friend it is a miracle so that her best friend would be a match let's say who this girl is she's 29 years old she she um starred on the secret life of the american teenager Mm -hmm. she's known selena since 2008 and interestingly they actually met because they were both working for disney at the time and they met because they were going to do a charity event at a children's hospital together they are both doing philanthropy I know. how you know? crazy is that and then this you know so you know what kind of person she is this, yeah and when selena is in her most dire time of need i mean she literally you, you hear people say the expression she you gave me the shirt off your back like you gave me the organ out of your body <laughs> is, is the next level i just i can you guys react to that? I mean, can you imagine yourselves get because you have two kidneys, so it is possible to live mm-hmm. a full, healthy life with just one. But then you are up against the risk if if your one remaining kidney goes down, you are now in a life threatening situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but, but it's um. Well, Bonnie's you know, Bonnie's anyway. transplant has just come through. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, most people have healthy kidneys. Like most people yeah. um, will be fine with one kidney for the rest of their life. And so her friend is is taking a risk. But it, it's a, it is a, it's, um, you know, it's a fair risk to take. Yeah. And if anybody that I was close to, right. um, particularly my children, my husband, if I was a perfect match, I would be there so fast. Really? Right. I think if Give you my love kidney. someone, yes. if you love someone fully, you wouldn't think twice. No, about it. I would not think twice. <laughs> but what if it was just a friend? Like this girl and Selena are not related. No, but they're very close but if friends. It's someone that's your best friend. Yes. You, are they best friends? I've never seen this girl. I've never heard I'm... of her before. I mean, they're best friends. I thought Taylor was Selena's best friend. Like, <laughs> well, who that... is this girl? Is, this girl. <laughs> but think about I've it. been covering Selena Gomez for six years exhaustively. I've never heard of this girl. No, I agree with you, but I also think that. And I said the same thing. I know who she is because. She- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. She's an actress, but not because she's friends with Selena. Right. But you don't know about the bond they have behind closed doors. That's and right. E- think about it. Even if it was someone that you're maybe not your best friend, maybe someone that you're friends with who said, listen, all of my closest friends, my family, everyone has been tested. You're a match and they're not. You're going to say no? Well, listen, we they wouldn't know. have. We don't know. They wouldn't have found out she was a match unless she, she had already didn't. been tested. Right. So she obviously came forward. Yeah. But we're talking about life and death situations. Yeah. And when you've got kidney failure, you have to start doing something called dialysis, right. which is a procedure that will perform the function of the kidney. But it means going to get hooked up to, um, to a machine like about three times a week for a couple of hours. So it's very debilitating to be on dialysis. And Selena may have had, we don't know this, but she may have had to have some mm-hmm. dialysis to keep her going before she had her transplant. And the wonderful thing about a transplant is that if it is a perfect match, that it will work. Like you, you get regain your health. You can do everything that you would have done before. We saw Selena this week coming out of Soul Cycle, so she's got yeah. lots of energy. She's going to work out. She's and working on her new movie. She's that's on right. Set all the time. You have to take. So. Re- she's in a Woody Allen film. Yeah. Right. You have to take anti-rejection drugs though too. Mm-hmm. But I've heard that you know those drugs have become. They used to make you feel pretty lousy, but apparently they've come a long way. And so you you can have a completely normal life. So this is an incredible thing. Now, the thing is, is that these she's got to stay in good health as best as she can because these even when you get a kidney transplant, the kidney will last for 15, 20 years. Then you may have to get another one. Wow, I didn't know that. That is so, so scary. So this is going to be yeah. like a... That could be, a, that could be temporary. A we lifetime right. Well, struggle. you know, she's 15, 20 years. Right. That's scary. And who knows? Hopefully in 15, 20 years, we're going to have other ways. Like maybe Absolutely. we'll be able to grow a matching kidney yeah, at that who point. Knows? Who knows? Yeah, Hopefully. No, that, that's yeah. true. I mean, they're experimenting with all these things. We're, we're already, they're already growing artificial tissue, human tissue in the yeah. lab. And, and in that case, you'd be growing the tissue from your own DNA. Exactly. So the match would be perfect. You wouldn't even have to take anti-rejection right. drugs. So exactly. the future of this kind of thing is looking very bright. Yes. And in, in, in 15, 20 years, we could be there for sure. The other thing I was kind of surprised about his fans were saying like oh this explains why selena wasn't really promoting her new music this summer her song fetish she dropped a couple of music videos i didn't really notice that i thought selena was like all over the world with the weekend all summer i thought but she, she was, was having all over, a- she was all over the world with the weekend being with him while he was on tour yeah. he was doing her things right. she wasn't she did a few interviews but she wasn't going to award shows she wasn't no. You know, performing on the Today Show on Good Morning America, she wasn't doing those things. She was for the right. most and part. She and she did have fetish. She had bad liar. Yeah, but she yeah. wasn't being carted around in a box no. like Taylor Swift. Like she was, she <laughs> wasn't true. that down low. You know what I mean? Like she had a higher profile than Taylor, who That's was just true. who was just licking her wounds from being destroyed by Kim <laughs> Kardashian. She she wasn't like literally, you know, nursing a, a big hole in her stomach. I mean, but that you know, scar, but you are, you're also yeah. not like an obsessed Selena fan. Gino, so you know, you did. Oh, (laughs) probably more of an obsessed fan than I am, to be honest. I mean, I must make three videos about this girl a week. (laughs) 
<laughs> because Selena fans, like her, 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 you know, diehard fans, they do notice things like that. They're very yeah. smart. Yes, they know. They, and they, know they would notice that. that. Hey, she. We haven't seen any pictures of her lately. You know, we haven't seen her out anywhere. But it's true. She was did surface here and there with the weekend. And think about how supportive the weekend must have been because he would have been going through all of this with yeah, Selena. Definitely. And apparently, um, the organ failure, if this is correct occurred at one of his concerts and yeah. she had to be rushed to the hospital. Wow. That's wow, horrifying. Wow, wow. I can't even. Ugh, well, the so kidney, scary. the kidney wants what the kidney wants. But, um, <laughs> we, <laughs> can we, can we move on yes. to matters of the heart rather than the lower <laughs> organs? Nikki and Nas. I love this. No, so Bonnie they were, loves these two. <laughs> yeah. well, I, don't, I don't understand I this. I love like, this. Is when Nas became relevant again, but <laughs> I'm excited about it. Well, they, okay. So Nas had a birthday party last night and uh, a video emerged. Yes, of Nikki hugging him and helping him with the candles and his cake and hanging out. And I'm telling you, all the fans went nuts because we've been writing about this at Hollywood Life. Like yeah. we were on to the fact that this pair was having a, a, a relationship. Like we've written about it since like March or May. Yeah, they got maybe together March. early spring. Yeah. yeah, early spring. And we were hearing that it was on, but then that it kind of fizzled out again. Right. So clearly it reignited. And Nikki <laughs> looks so happy with him. She looks so happy. And we were talking about this earlier that she was on Ellen a few months ago talking about him when they first started dating and saying that she was celibate at the time and trying to not have sex for a while, but maybe she would bend the rules for him. So he's so fabulous, <laughs> which like, okay, cool. Good for you. So maybe they, I don't know. I think that they had, she some said they, sort had of sec- they had sleepovers, but that they weren't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a conversation in high that school. That would never apparently. happen. That, that doesn't happen when you're adults, I don't well, think. Well, she said, she said, we've had sleepovers, but we haven't had sex. Lies. So, because she's being celibate. <laughs> Drake reacted. Do you guys hear about this? God, yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all he had to say. He, I'm sure he's upset, though, right? I mean, Drake, oh, Drake is obsessed with Nicki Minaj in a way oh, that yeah. transcends pretty much all his other crushes. Even Rihanna, it's even more than that. Because, well, it's because he's had Rihanna. He's yeah, never exactly, had yeah. Nicki. Exactly. He's the typical guy he who only wants have. yeah, what he can't have. Uh, uh. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's just so true. <laughs> I mean, are you guys shipping these two? Is yeah. It, is this like, cause Nikki, I want Nikki to find the one. I, I really do. do. She's 34. She just, you know, she's stuck by Meek Mill that Meek Mill for over a year while he was in jail and everything and what did he do how did he repay her by treating her not like the queen that she is (laughs) (laughs) and then dissing her once they broke up and Nas is 10 years older than her and I kind of think that's a good thing I kind of feel like she needs a little like he just turned 44 I was gonna gonna mention that yeah I kind of like that though I mean shocker I like that but I like that he's He's she needs a man He's, with maturity, yeah. unlike Meek. And remember, Meek never wanted to really yeah, seal the deal. No. no, imagine that. That's my preferred age gap: ten years. That's a good. That's a good gap, I think, for men and women. That's how my maturity. parents are. Yeah, ten my years. mom's eleven years older than her husband. Really, that's your yeah. mother? Oh, is that her second husband? Yeah, not uh. my dad. My stepdad. Yep. I like it though. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> I have the, I have the maturity of someone in their mid twenties. I would say. Maybe to early twenty. Uh, so I, I would have agree. To, so I have to date a little. Young, <laughs> I totally agree with that. A little that. younger than I actually am. <laughs> but that's most and men, also because you aren't ready to commit, so you don't want to have to deal with anybody, any woman's <laughs> biological clock ticking. You're well, like, oh, you want to have kids in the next ten years? I'm, Adam, I'm waiting so. for the right girl to. I, I actually have like kind of baby fever right now. Not to like get us too far off track. My 
my brother has the most adorable daughter and my mom has been sending me she just found out about birthdays so my mom sent me this video of her singing happy birthday to me even though my birthday is not was like it's not even close to my birthday but she's just obsessed with it and now i'm like i, I want i want one i want one of those <laughs> goodness or maybe two speaking <laughs> of babies there's a there's might be a child protective service going on. Someone story alert, going on. Someone alert the authorities. Robin Black have a child, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, these two have procreated. Someone hey, call. talk about not being ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody did. Can Madonna Apparently, step in, or what can we do about this? <laughs> Apparently, somebody did call the authorities. At least that was the report on TMZ that um, LA's uh, Department of Child and Family Services was actually going to court to have somebody uh, oversee uh, raw, a dream Kardashian and make sure that she is in a safe environment. That is so That's sad. really scary. Also, couldn't they just call Chris? Like, they, can't Chris <laughs> just take over another baby? They don't need the guy. I mean, what could be going on that was so bad that they needed to call Child Protective Services? That's scary. Well, we heard from an expert that it's, it's probably going to be okay because when you call Child Protective Services and they do a home visit, what they look at is they see, okay, is the home clean and, and nice? Is the, is the child fed? Is there any chaos? And properly right. taken care of. Is there any yeah. chaos Dressed. going on? Bathed. Yes. Yeah. And we we know that Dream is this actually baby's a Kardashian. Is Kardashian so. is actually extremely spoiled. She's not wanting for anything. So Dress is better than me. So. This she is, is so cute, oh, I have yeah. to say. Rob and Black have their beef with each other and sometimes they drag Dream into it on social media as a kind of a prop, but they're not She's being fed. She's being fed. And, and she's for she's it. not old enough to know that she's in some yeah. Instagram post that maybe she doesn't want to be in. You know, it, that's fine for her. And that her baby. parents are fighting. Yeah. I'm sure that there's um, nannies around who are making sure Absolutely. she's well taken care of. But listen, a child needs to be in an environment that's stable. Yeah. Because, yes, you're right. At this age, her basic needs are being taken care of. And I, I'm sure that she's getting lots of cuddling and, mm -hmm. you know, kissing. Her parents love her. Yes. They both love her. They may have their issues and issues with each other, but they love her. She's getting affection, and that's right. very important. But at, a, at not too much older, like, she needs to have stability. Yeah. She can't be used as, like, this ball being thrown back and forth between two parents. No. And so they have to get their custody a proper stable custody arrangement in order if you're going to do both you have to have a schedule that's well, the only way that can and work. we hear that that is what is happening yeah. right i mean we have heard all along that despite all the drama and all the crazy things that have happened on social media the revenge porn that rob posted i mean the illegal things that he did to get back at china um that they didn't actually want to to really drag this through the legal system in full and that they probably were going to work out a shared custody deal. And now it seems that that is what is happening. Well, it does. We but, you know, we talked to um, a couple of lawyers about the whole situation and about um, the Department of Child and Protective Services. And they said it's possible that one of the parents could even have called. It is. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. We're not saying that this is happened here no. but it's not unusual yeah. for parents that are going through custody battles to one of them to do this it's leverage, yeah. it's leverage. It's, yes i mean it's kind of reminds me of what happened between angelina jolie and brad pitt on that yeah. plane oh, yeah so somebody somebody called child protective services somebody and, felt and, that someone was a step too far yeah got this whole thing rolling and but we, also we all think it was angie somebody wanted to get leverage that's right and i mean 
Angelina got off that plane and filed for sole custody of their six children. Right. And she, meanwhile, she was like house hunting for some, for like an escape yeah. plan. She already right? had a house ready yeah, so for them she to was go ready. to. Yes. She was so I think we know where that call came from. Um, and may, <laughs> do we have a hunch in this case? I mean, both of these people are more than capable of, yeah, of pulling I mean, a move like this. So who knows? Both have proved that. I mean, Rob has been through this a lot that he's like not stable. No, both of them have like done that, so. nutty things. Yeah. Well, the most important thing is that Dream is safe safe and well taken care of, well loved, and that she does get a stable situation because kids, you know, they they don't not thrive when they don't have routine, when they can't feel as if they're secure and that both their mommy and their daddy loves them or, Mm -hmm. you know, they're with one parent and that parent is there for them. Yeah. Definitely. So and she's such a sweet I little mean, a thing. Lot of kids of divorce. I mean, I'm a kid of divorce. It works. You can make it work. You just have to have a schedule. That was the whole thing with me. I was always like, okay, as long as I know where I'm going and I know my parents love me, that's what you, you got to do. You I mean, listen. You didn't care about it. You didn't. No. Mi- I mean, you didn't mind. I didn't mind. Did no. you have two Christmases? Two Christmas. I had two everything. It was Damn. Like, <laughs> now I she have got four. Par- now I have four parents that love me. So I'm like, I'm, I'm fine with do it. Do the two couples get along? And- so well. What really? I mean, really honestly, lucky. My, I am very lucky. In high school, all four of my parents were sitting at all my volleyball games. Yeah. So sitting no, together. You're you're really lucky. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you know, like look at. We just talked about Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Look at Aaron Carter, you know, dysfunctional so scary. families and what the legacy of that is. So yeah. that cannot happen to Dream Kardashian. No way. If now, you guys, can I just quickly before we move course. on, I'll just ask you your opinion. If you had to pick, it, it, you, there's a baby <laughs> and they have to go with one person, oh God. Desert Island. You know, it's just you have to choose. No, Rob or Black? I Rob. don't think. You, why Rob? Well, he has such a support system behind him. I don't know. Black's mother is a little strange. Because Rob's failsafe is Chris, yeah. and Black's failsafe is Tokyo Tony. So like, <laughs> I'm going with Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner may be wanting to get her kids famous, but she's taking care of them. So if something yeah. happened, I and feel you know, like and Chris I have, and listen, I have to say, Chris Jenner did a great job raising Absolutely. all their girls because you know we've yep. we've met them all. Yeah. They're all lovely. They're they nice are. women. Like, so. You know, we write about them all the time and they 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 do crazy. They all sometimes do what seems to be crazy stuff. There's the occasional sex tape. I mean, <laughs> sex tape naked. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> but she, the bottom line is they're all hardworking, yeah. productive, making great lives for themselves. Mm-hmm. And we happen to have met them all and they're lovely when you meet them. Yep. Agreed. So, yeah. One day dream will be. Bonnie, you're not going to answer? <laughs> I guess like, Rob. I'd have to go with Rob. Sorry, Tokyo yeah. Tony. I also feel like he's got less distractions. Yeah. You know, Black, I think, is working very hard on her career. But, I mean, she's there's a lot of different guys going on in her life. I don't mm-hmm. know. Rob is more Mr. Mom. I agree with that assessment. Yeah. He's like, he's a stay-at-home kind of guy. He's a homebody already. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> already, he can be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, Black's like loving the club still. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> okay, well, let's get to our final story, though, because this... Yay, this is now, talk favorites. about good parenting. This okay. is the weirdest relationship okay, in Hollywood but for my I want to first say, Katie Holmes, for the sake of Surrey, made sure that she leave Tom Cruise so that she, Surrey, did not have to become a Scientologist and become like a Sea Org. Well, that's, be- <laughs> well, that's because if something happened to Tom, then, then Surrey would be in the care of Xenu, the Galactic yeah. Overlord. <laughs> so now, but it's been years that there's been five more, years. Yes, yeah, so that's been, very significant. Yeah, and we've been reporting for a while that Katie and Jamie Foxx have been talking, kind of hanging out. There's been photos of them never in the same 
frame, but leaving the same restaurant, leaving an airplane, leaving all these different things. And well, we've finally, had, we've had sources saying that yeah. they were involved, that there was a romance going Definitely. on at least for three years. We've had sources saying that, and they basically went public. Yeah, um, they were earlier this Malibu. week. And Looking pictures happy. were taken, and they were holding hands. I loved us so much. How I'm so excited about on it. earth did they keep this under wraps? My thing is, she must have signed something when she got out of that cult and said, they said, you know, you have this long a time. You have five years. You can't be seen. You can't be romantic with someone. You think? That all of a sudden, magically five years later, yep. she's spotted holding hands with like, someone. Yes. Like maybe it was tied to alimony or something, something like that? Some kind of part of the agreement. Because she's never, she never talks about, she never talked about tom she never says anything bad about him or scientology never says a word about nothing him. you probably have to sign an nda yeah, if, you, if you marry tom or oh, if you yeah. get in his inner circle nicole well, kidman's never talked about him either. no and also <laughs> if you remember nicole kidman was very on the down low with mm-hmm. her romances for many years yep. after she and tom split as well well yeah. the thing about scientology people who are obsessed with Scientology like I am know that part of what Scientology does to its members is you have to go into all these like confessionals they call them treatments they're yeah. these things you pay for where you go in and you pay for them of course you they're very expensive yes <laughs> and, you, and you basically tell your deepest darkest secrets and all of it is recorded so the church of scientology has essentially blackmail material on people like john travolta and tom cruise and where they're telling them everything they've ever done so leaving the church Scary. is really really difficult because of what they can do to you and the, and the church has shown they're they're willing to be vindictive against former members who try to leave and speak out. Leah Remney can speak to that Mm -hmm. and and many others. So maybe that this has touched um, Katie Holmes as well. She was, even though she wasn't herself a Scientologist. Right. No, she never was, but she knew that if she continued that Surrey would end up having to be. Which she clearly did not want Surrey no. to be raised Who as a Scientologist. And so, so she came up with an elaborate plan with her father, who's a very top mm-hmm. lawyer, on how to leave Tom yeah. and to surprise him and have the upper hand yeah. on getting custody of Surrey. And it she pulled it, it off. Yeah. It worked. And she knew stuff that they did not want to have clearly. out about Scientology. Yeah. And so she was able to get full custody of Surrey. Now, the sad thing is, though, Surrey doesn't seem to see her father no. at like... We're hearing it's been years since yeah, they see Yeah, hardly at all if they see, if he sees her that at all. all he cares about is Scientology and his career, which is really sad. Yeah. How do you give up your child? I know. Oh, Surrey's so beautiful, too. How do, we, do we know how Jamie and Katie met? They met at a charity event. So they were both kind of doing something. It was in L.A. in like 20... End of 2012, early 2013. Jamie had been friendly with Tom because they did um, Collateral Damage, that hit film together. So they were very friendly. Mm -hmm. And so. It's a good film. It's Michael Mann. Oh, it's a great film. And so, you know, word is that um, Tom has not been thrilled that a former friend of his got involved with his ex wife. And I think that was also part of the reason they were keeping it. There's a five year role there, though, right? I wonder if he's on the down low. When he was in the back of that cab (laughs) shooting all those scenes. I wonder if the collateral, if he knew that the man in the front seat driving him around LA all night was going to steal his girl. Oh my goodness. Did not steal steal his girl. girl. I mean, maybe, well, he also, we're hearing is great with Surrey and Jamie has his own family as well. So they just click and we hear they spend a lot of nights in together because of course they don't want to be out and about. 
a lot, but I think maybe now we're going to be seeing them out a little I bit more. I think so. I think so. They were both at Fashion Week this week, with separate, but with their kids. So hopefully, I mean, I'm just hoping, like, my dream is to run into them at a New York restaurant. That's, like, my goal. She's like, one of my favorite people ever. So. Entertainment editor, can you brush me? Does Katie do stuff still? Is she still in the business, or is she kind of sort yeah, of... Yeah, she, she does yeah. a lot of directing, but she had a film at Tribeca Film Festival last year that okay. she did. Um she does. She does a lot of behind the scenes stuff and like indie things. She's going that route. She doesn't want to be the mainstream star that she was so, when she was a kid. So do you, do you think like does she have lots of residuals from her earlier oh, yeah. TV? I and think Dawson's Creek still makes so much is money. Is it still, it's still on, on Hulu? And reruns? then they do reruns okay. because and reforms, she apparently so. did not get a lot of money from Tom. Right. No, but I think that I feel like with Dawson's Creek, I mean that was six seasons, twenty two episode seasons every episode, and that they are re air all the time. I mean people are using it online all the time for everything. So. Jamie's lo- Jamie's loaded too. Yeah, well, he is for yeah, sure. He's I not mean, worried. He's done all kinds of blockbuster and movies. He's still doing them. He's but not I mean, stopping. they're not married, and we hear they don't want to get married. No, they're not. In that a they're rush happy, and, not, and that she may not want to have another child either. Well, he's also ten years older than her. That's another one. I think he's in the late forties. He's, right? 40, yeah. he's forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean he can't have more. No, kids. of course not. But he's yeah, he's forty nine. She's thirty eight. So eleven years, want, nice. I you like know, it. you know, think about it. Being a single mom is not easy, even if you are Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, there's more challenges because you're trying to keep your life private. You're trying to keep your daughter's life private. I mean, Surrey, how many magazine covers was Surrey on for how oh how many years? Like from the moment she was born, she yeah. was on magazine covers. And so, you know, there was a, she had a lot on her plate raising this little girl on her own and dealing, you know, dealing with leaving Tom. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a bigger deal than any of us know of what went into that and what she had to do afterwards to keep herself protected. I mean, she made sure to live in New York for a long time. Yeah. We have like, while he was based in LA. We have like celebrity kids now, like Paris Jackson and like, uh, the Beckham's kid. I can't wait until Shiloh Pitt and Surrey Cruz are out here on red carpets oh. doing their thing. And like, I can't wait either at the VMAs. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they're going to, you know, you know, they're going to be in the, in this world and we're going to hear from them and they're going to be a thing. You I, know what? You know, what's funny that you just said that I just looked and Katie Holmes just booked a, a new thriller movie. So I can't oh. wait. And it's a big one. It's going to be called Doorman. So and it's an action thriller. So I feel I like love her in Superman. Like, Remember, she was in Superman. Batman was, was Batman. Yeah, she was with she was with Christian Bale. She was in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I loved her. She was in the, the Dark Knight. No, no, no Batman Return. Turns. Batman Forever. Batman. <laughs> Clearly, she was in a Batman film. No, she was in. <laughs> Though I thought it was the Superman before, film. Before she was in Maggie Batman. Gyllenhaal. She was in Batman Begins. That's yes. that's what she was in, and she was not very good. I liked her. I liked her. I disagree. I liked her. She was so bad. She she wasn't. She wasn't. Recast, she was recast in, in the following she, film. She when I was a kid it was always my slub look like. People used to tell me I looked like her when she was on Dawson's Creek. Oh, I see the resemblance now that you younger. say that. The nose. So I feel like I have a soft spot that I'll watch any movie she's in, no matter what it is. I don't think she's bad. I just don't think she worked well no. with Chris Nolan, who directed. No. I don't. I don't know why. No, no, they just no. didn't vibe, and she didn't. Well, next time we need to see her and Jamie Foxx. Anyway. Yes. That would be that would be yes. hot. Okay, so that is the news of the week. You see, we really went long this week because we had so much to talk about. Well, when Selena gets a new organ, I mean, we're gonna have things to say. It's crazy, it's fucking crazy. I couldn't believe the news when I came into work this morning. It's like two Selenas and one. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll talk to you later and listen to our interview. We're posting tomorrow with the new Miss America. Kara Mund and come to Hollywood Life for all the stories about everything we're talking about.
Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>